0: Hello and welcome to this episode of Game on Girl, where we talk about gender and game culture. I'm your host, Regina McMenemy. And I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. And today we're doing short episode number eight. And we're going to talk to Grethade about a uh, panel that he went to recently at ConvergenceCon. And really, I feel like in this, this topic today... We're preaching to the choir, because all y'all who are listening to this podcast know that there are plenty of girl gamers, gamer girls, however you want to call yourself. There's plenty of us out there. And um, we're hoping that the industry can can get a clue, that <laughs> the game industry can start paying attention to what is, as far as we're concerned, a very dynamic demographic of gamers. And you know, we talk about it here. They're talking about it at ConvergenceCon. Um, I went to a panel at PAX the very first year I went to PAX, where they were talking about women gamers as well. So, you know, there's plenty of talk going on about women gamers. So we're going we're gonna to take into account some of what Grethe has to report to us here. So Grethe is one of the members of the Noobcast Gaming Podcast, uh, which, if you guys remember, I guested on a while back. He was recently at Convergence 2012 in Bloomington, Minnesota, and attended the Women Gamers panel with Rachel Kronik and Meredith Gillies. So welcome, Grethe, and thanks for coming on to tell us about the panel.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: welcome. So give us an idea of what it looked like when you were there. Was it a crowded panel? Were there a lot of people there?
1: Well, first off, with, with ConvergenceCon, there's a lot of uh, different panels with different sized rooms. This panel, unfortunately, still gets stuffed into a smaller room, The positive side of that is out of the, I would say, about 100 seats, I would say 90 of them were filled. So it's becoming a larger panel and might go into a larger room in the following years.
0: Oh, that's good. That's, you know, that's a good turnout of people, you know, coming to talk about the topic.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, The panelists were talking early on about how the first time they did did this particular panel, it was about 20 people that showed up. So the fact that they've... (laughs) quadrupled their numbers in, in the following years. It's, it's good to see that it's going in the right direction and there's more diversity in gaming culture.
2: Yeah, and that it's sort of being recognized a little bit more.
1: Mm-hmm, well, how
2: is the, How's the panel promoted? What exactly um, is their purpose or their theme?
1: It's to bring attention to the fact that there are women gamers. For women gamers that are there is to talk about how to handle situations where they might be scrutinized for being a woman gamer. As as I'm sure you two are well aware, being a, a woman gamer sometimes can result in getting trolls and getting backlash from men that might feel threatened by having women in what's been a male-dominated community for the longest time. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been talking about how to combat that, how to deal with those type of issues, and how to promote themselves within the community.
2: So then what would you say the percentage of the audience um, it, it, how it's divided between male and female
1: attendees. Unfortunately, I had to report that there were not that many guys in the audience. For the ones that were there, I would have to say there was kudos that went out to them for actually having the, the fortitude to actually go ahead and just show up and be part of this panel and understand that there is diversity. I'm personally was a little surprised by the lack of male attendance, just because you know it's it's women, it's gamers. I mean, the, right there, there's two big things into chemistry where you'd think it would work but now for whatever reason guys shy shy away from this and it boggles my mind
0: yeah well I wonder how much uh, for that it's sort of um, gender stereotypes in general that you know oh it's going to be girly or you know they're not going to talk about something serious because it's you know it's about women or whatnot that are sort of feeding into that
1: and there's always that possibility too I mean for, for these girl gamers they were talking about some serious games there was no um, diner Dash type games that talked about there was there was serious there was Mass Effect Final Fantasy world of Warcraft starcraft there was the works the gamut was done yeah and yeah. these these were definitely um, video game girls of all varieties and there were tabletop girls too and talking about their oh,
0: that's
1: cool. uh, their issues with mm-hmm. with a, another male-dominated type community so absolutely ga- gamers in as a whole were presented here or represented here.
2: So what was, um, Oh, go ahead, Rhonda. Well, I was just going to say that there's probably another side to that, that scale as well. in that either, <clears throat> it's going to be too girly, or else it's going to be a bunch of feminazis. <laughs> right, <laughs> Radical feminists. And feminist, no guy's going yeah. to come
0: near that, right, you know. right, yeah. And and a lot of that, you know, as we've talked about in other, you know, uh, episodes that we've had, we've talked about, you know, promotion of games and things. Promotion of panels is the same way, you know, how you present the topic and you know how how it's how it's titled. You know, I know from my own experience presenting academically that one of the reasons why I always had a, a big turnout for my academic presentations was because I had very provocative titles, which is all somebody looks at generally when they're, you know, skimming through a program, you know, when you're talking about cyber drag, you, you get a lot of people who show up and are like, ooh.
1: <laughs> right, yeah, I can see so, where that yeah. gets a lot of attention, right? Yeah.
0: So, the, but the panel that you went to was just called "Women Gamers." It didn't have any sort of subtitle or anything more than that.
1: No, there was um, there was just the title "Gamer uh, Women Gamers," and then there was um, a small little description of what the panel was about, and that's what it is for all the panels at mm-hmm. ConvergenceCon. Yeah,
0: just a short little blurb.
1: Yep, exactly. Yeah. I'm actually trying to find that description right now as we speak. So
0: yeah, I had looked it up, but I don't remember what it. I, I don't remember that it had uh, a lot of detail to it. Um, so I would
2: think that if you were going to have a panel where you wanted to address the issue of male and female gamers, you know, coming together and you would need a better description on the panel than women gamers because to right. me that sounds like an invitation in and of itself. It right. doesn't sound inviting to males That's or true. the people that you want to influence in the industry at all. Why, right. why would they show up to this? Right, right. It doesn't right.
1: It
0: doesn't sort of lead into, you know, let's discuss the, you know, what's going on or anything like that. So.
1: No, I would agree. Yeah. And the, the description as I'm reading it is not very in-depth either. It, Reads uh, a panel of female gamers discussing the joys, trials, and particular challenges of being a woman in gaming.
0: Yeah, see that that that's not.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a woman's panel. That's, that's
0: a it. yeah. That that's that's and and it's fine. You know, as as if that was their purpose and if that's what mm-hmm. they wanted to do with it was bring women in to talk about you know their own issues, then that's and that's fantastic and that's that's fine. But but that is very much what that would do. You know, a guy's going to read that and go, oh, I don't need to know about this necessarily, unless they're you know. More um, enlightened or engaged, or you know, have a you know girlfriend that games or something like that, or friends, female friends who game, who might be like, oh, okay, let me go check this out. So,
1: sure. Well, I suppose I wouldn't mind just hearing about, and you know, I did. I heard some of the the what was going on with with women gamers and mm-hmm. how that's presented, and and how it feels to be on that side of the fence. And right. I feel that it can be very enlightening for any guy to just listen to the stories being told.
2: Yes. Yeah, and from the notes that you sent us, you sent us some uh, really good uh, bullet points that addressed um, some specific issues that we found interesting. Um, and one of them, you mentioned that online gaming was described as a safe place for LGBT. Um, in what way did they did they s- uh, say that that was true?
1: Uh, that was something actually that one of the panelists had mentioned that along with with the safety of just being out and being yourself, that this was a great place for people of this particular community can come out and kind of be themselves too. What better way uh, to to come out, come out, be yourself in a community of people than an online game? You don't have to worry about the physical interactions with someone and the awkwardness of that. It's just that conversational piece and just talking and being yourself. It, it takes down a couple extra barriers that people run into In this process of coming out, which for some can be very, very difficult to do,
2: right, right, yeah, the visual barrier is um, very, very powerful. Well, and it
0: and it gives, um, from from what if you know we've heard from other people that we've talked to on the show too, it's it's sort of a safe place to kind of test out identities in general of of any kind for anybody. Absolutely, absolutely. So I think that that translates. into, you know, LGBT in particular, because as we've seen with, you know, some of the stuff that's been brought to light about harassment in high schools and things like that for kids who come out, you know, um, and getting harassed online and stuff, too, that, you know, you have that, you know, hopefully it's a very accepting community and you can come into and sort of figure a little bit out.
1: Right. And there are definitely safe haven communities like Mm -hmm. that within the gaming community that these individuals can go to mm-hmm. um the person that brought this up uh was actually a trans woman that was talking about the whole um coming out and being yourself and whatnot and if you find the right group of people you can really just get a chance to really explore your identity and be yourself
2: mm-hmm. and
1: that's that's got to be so huge because i can only imagine being pent up like that and and right. not being able to just be yourself
0: right right well and i think that's that's Describes, I think, a lot of the experience that women gamers have, just in general, because you know you get to have achievements be leveled and an equal play, literally an equal playing field, <laughs> in right. a game where you know we're still sort of struggling with making less money than men do, and et cetera, et cetera. So, you know,
2: and we just want to put be sure, and just as a reminder, just to put a huge asterisk there that we're talking about genuine identity, because right. we've we've made it really clear in the past that inauthenticity mm-hmm. is a major pet peeve in online playing mm-hmm. but especially when it's being done uh, coercively exactly so we're that talking was, about authentic identification yes
1: Th- that was the um, the men of shame and, and then uh, yes. michelle wasn't it yes
2: yeah. <laughs> yes exactly
0: <laughs> um so you brought up a really interesting um, a point in your notes that you sent us about uh, one of I assume one of the guys in the audience who had shared um, that he had decided to play a female avatar to see what it was like to be a woman. So can you tell us a little bit about that story? Because you can imagine that I'm, I'm my curiosity is piqued.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can exactly put the same emphasis on, on the story that he did, but of course. Uh, the way he was explaining it is he was having a conversation with a couple of his friends that were women gamers and they were talking about all the issues that they run into with uh, stereotypes and just belittling women in general in, in gaming. He, and he was convinced it could not be that bad. Right. So on, he didn't say which MMO it was. He just said it was an MMO. He made a female avatar and started playing. Within about half an hour to an hour, he had received so much harassment and at different levels where he's, he could not believe it. He went back to his friends and just asked how do you deal with this <laughs> this was horrible and, and as a person who's I'm more talking to your type of gaming players a mastery player I've experienced this too where right. having a female avatar I'm playing for the mechanics of a game right. but there are people that uh, they start doing that where they start because of your avatar they start assuming that you're a woman and, and mm-hmm. they just roll with this whole well God was the worst I've heard why don't you go back into whatever and make a sandwich? I was, yeah. Why
0: don't you get in the kitchen and make me some? Yeah, <laughs>
1: make uh, me
2: some dinner. <laughs> uh,
1: I was I was pretty pissed. I won't lie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that was. A, I mean, I, from a practical standpoint, I'm glad that he he did that. That mm-hmm. not only did he just he listened to his friends, but he put some practicality and some some rubber to that. Right. And went out to prove it, which, I, which I'm glad whether he, he would have proved or disproved it. Right. Um, he learned, he learned something one way or the other, either the, the fact of it, or you, you know, if, if someone comes back to me and says, you know, th- I think you're antagonizing this, this guy, I don't think it's, it's him, you know, being a troll. Then if someone else goes out there and has the experience, they can come back to me and say, yeah, Ronnie, you just kind of you're just kind of an antagonist, then i'm going to have to swallow that, mm-hmm. but he honestly went out there, took the information, and took the experience and, and and presented for what what it was right he He saw the other side right and was and was open to see it too,
0: because you know sometimes you know you you, you seek it and find, you know, you find what mm-hmm. you seek, right? You find what yeah. you seek. That's how the phrase goes. Sorry. And so, you know, sometimes I think, you know, people will spin their experiences to be like, oh, it's not that bad or or be more dismissive of, oh, you know, you can just block that person or whatnot. But when it's, you know, when it's constant and when it's the first thing that happens to you, it mm-hmm. does sort of change your
2: experience. So. That is. And, in, and the same thing, too. I mean, it's been brought up to me before th- about, you know, someone crying wolf in the right. same way. Right. If someone just wants to get attention or is melodramatic, right. that doesn't help the cause. Right, exactly. Exactly. You, I mean, quite honestly, you don't have to make this stuff up. <laughs> you re-
1: you You're really Right, don't. <laughs> you don't have to. Now, the biggest thing that he could do is go, turn around and share this experience right. and just look at fellow male gamers and go, guys what's your deal? Right. Why do you have to be such douchebags about this? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Exactly. That. That's really, you know, what What's. What needs to happen is that we all need to sort of learn from each other and people who have had these kinds of experiences and, you know, and it's great that he was brave enough to stand up at the panel and, and, and say that and to share that story because he could have just had that experience and shared it with his friends and not taken it sort of to that next step All right and i think that that's really fantastic too that it was
1: absolutely it was i mean the fact that uh every i i think every woman in that room was nodding with him as he was telling the story mm-hmm. so yeah it, it, you can tell that it was definitely a shared experience and the fact that he was able to talk about it and say that it's not right was right that was pretty powerful i would yeah. say
2: well, and one of the um, the last notes that you mentioned, I'm not quite sure whether I interpreted it correctly or not, so I was interested in seeing exactly what the discussion was, because it kind of touches on something Regina and I have talked about in the past. That, um, they mentioned something about how women should come out of the closet and support each other. Is there a feeling that women don't support each other online, or are they just not connected?
1: That was open for a lot of interpretation, and that's the way it was handled at the panel, too. Um, the biggest thing that they were talking about, though, is if someone is given a, a woman gamer a hard time, stand up and say, hey, that's not cool. Leave her alone, you know, that type of thing. Right. It was just <laughs> a matter of standing up for, for one another in, in a situation where, you know, if we got the whole go back to the kitchen thing, it's like, dude, that's not cool. And it's not. It's just a matter of standing up for one another. And it's not just women, but any guys that feel this way should definitely do this too. I know I've stepped in a few times and like, hey, you know, it's funny that you're the one complaining about women, but uh, in general, like women issues. But you're the one that's telling this person to go back to a kitchen. Right. Here's an idea. Open your mind a little bit and maybe, you know, your, your perspective on any, everything will change and, you know, this person would be nicer to you, perhaps, or whatever the case may be.
0: So more of a way for us to um, so, sort of help build community and help build connections for, for you know, all kinds of women who game and, uh, you know, really everybody who games, because I know some, some men who've been harassed in game as well. so Sure. Yeah. And, and
1: trolls are going to do that. It, right. And that was one of the notes is the, with trolls, you have to pick your battles. So there's going to be some that delight and mm-hmm. just making a light. A living hell and this is going to be a somewhere you can pick your battles say hey, this isn't cool let them right. have it and then be done with it right
0: absolutely Cool.
2: Yeah. well listen we really appreciate uh, Grethe bringing this to us and basically adding to Regina's research which is what we really 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 like um, we're just constantly trying to gather information and be more informed um, if our listeners want to follow you online uh, Grethe where should they go
1: Oh, goodness, I am all over the place. Um, <laughs> first off, you can find me at Newcast Gaming. That's newb castgaming.com um, I'm also at 01gaming.com, but I go under an a- actual name there. Um, I'm also on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Grethade. Twitter is Grethade. Everything is Grethade. So if you Google search <laughs> Grethade and find yeah. someone, that is probably me.
0: So And spell, spell Grethade for us so
2: we make sure that uh, our, our, our listeners know.
1: Gotcha. Grethade is G-R-E-T-H-A-D-E.
2: Well, we really appreciate you guys listening to us. And if you want to give us any feedback on what we've talked about today, you can contact us on our website at GameOnGirl.com. I'm your co-host, Rhonda Oglesby. You can follow me on Twitter at Rowroom. that's R-H-O-R-H-O-O-M. Or you can read my tech blog at DroolOnTheFrog.com.
0: And I'm your host, Regina McMenemy, or Doc Liz on Twitter with two Zs. Game on Girl is available on iTunes and Stitcher Streaming. These links, along with references made in the show, can be found on our website, GameOnGirl.com. You can also leave comments and feedback through Twitter at game underscore on underscore girl or email me at regina at game on girl dot com. And I really would like to very much thank Grethet for coming out and joining us for this, this conversation and knowing that we're keeping this... Conversational Live here for us on the show and at uh, various cons and all over the place and hope that our message gets heard. Gamer girls are out here and we've got a lot to say. So thanks again. This podcast is recorded with Audacity and the theme song Good Day by Triple Fox is used under a Creative Commons attribution license. Thanks for listening and until next time, game on!